Masechet Pesachim has been dedicated by Mr. Ike J. Shechebar in honor of his grandparents, Mr. Ike and Jeanette Bibi. We bless Mr. Ike Shechebar, who's been a sponsor of the Dafyomi for many uh, days. They should continue to enjoy success, health, and happiness. May his grandparents also enjoy much nachat from him as well as all their grandchildren and may they only share in semachot for the entire family. Amen. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated by Mr. Semach Beda in memory of his father Yosef ben Miriam. Ruach Hashem Tanihenu Began Eden. Amen. We are beginning on daf Kofiud and we will start <coughs> At the top line, and the Gemara says, we are continuing discussing the subject of zugot, of doing things in pairs, as we learned in yesterday's dav. The Gemara talks about the different uh, problems or different damage that can come to people uh, by doing things in pairs. So one of the things the Gemara says was, lo tre. That a person shouldn't satisfy himself, and when the Rashbam explained that that was referring to Tashmish, that he should not do it in pairs in order that he doesn't come to a damage. So the Gemara asks the question, Amai Nimlachu. Why is that considered pairs? Because after a person has the uh, Tashmish, it would be similar to a person, let's say, eating a food, and that's it. He, he, he intends only to eat one, and then he changes his mind, and then he wants to eat. Another food. So that would be considered separate eatings and they would not combine. So seemingly the same thing would apply when a person is doing his needs. Which means when he has the second need, so that's considered a separate item. So why would it be considered zugot? So the Gibran says, Amar So Abayeh comes along and says, which is a person should not eat a pair of two items, let's say, two foods, and then have tashmish, even once. Velo nor should he drink, let's say, two cups of the same drink, and then to do his needs even one time. Why? Because once he involved himself in the pairs, so that he becomes already weakened. Because of his uh, the, the, the zugot, now with the combination of even one tashmish, it can cause him a damage. So therefore, the Gemara is saying that tashmish following a situation of zugot is not good. Look at the Rashbam. The Rashbam would be on the second line in Rashbam Nimlachu. Right, that was the Gemara's question. The tashmish lishon gamrabi ato batel tavato. After the first tashmish, the tava is finished. So if he has another tashmish, that's already it's a separate one. So the Rashbam says, "Hakikama lo yochatre v'yaseh serakam v'filu pa mahat." Kilomar adam shachal zugot. The person that ate a pair of something yizayer ba'atzmo shelo yishamesh mitato acharekin adzman meruba. Why? Dilma Halish Mahmat Tashmish. Because maybe he's going to become weakened from the Tashmish. The Aidi de Bizugot, and the fact that he's just coming off a Zugot, Kamitrah Mazaleh. His Mazal is going to be weakened and it's going to be vulnerable, and therefore Hashem will cause him damage. Kavzi Gabran continues, Tanu Rabbanan, Shotech Flaim Damo Berosho. That if a person that uh, drinks in pairs, his blood is on his head, which means he's responsible for his own death when something happens to him. It means it is a dangerous, uh, dangerous item. Don't drink in pairs. Amar Rav Yehuda. So I'll just read the Rashbam uh, for a second. Keflaim, kemo zugot. It's like zugot. Damo berosho, avon mitato alrosho mutal. Shehu memit atzmo. He killed himself because he shouldn't have involved himself in such a practice. Comes the and continues, Amar of Yehuda, Ematai, when do we say he's responsible for his death? Bizman which means when he didn't get up and go outside in between the drinking. However, but if he drank and then got up and went outside and saw the marketplace, then came back, then already he doesn't have to be concerned about this. And the Rashbam says, Ben, Bizman Shlora, Ben Kos Le Kos. 
just between each course. Amar Ravashir, comes along and says, Hazin the Rav Hananya Bar Bibai. Says, I saw, I observed, the Bharina Bar Bibai, the Akol Kasa, Habanafik, Vahaze, Apeshuka. That after he would drink every course, he would make sure to go out, see the marketplace, that would break it. And they would go back and continue drinking. Comes again and says, another qualification. When do we say that? Zugot. Drinking things in pairs, for example, is dangerous. That's all if he's planning on going out on the road right after he drinks. But if he's drinking zugot and he plans on sitting home, he has no problem. Going to sleep is uh, as dangerous as going on the road. They want you not go to sleep after he involves himself in Or to go out to relieve himself in the bathroom also is considered uh, as dangerous as going on the road. Look at the Rashbam. Velo Amaran. But to stay home, it's not a problem. So comes again and says, Well, in your house, you don't have a problem of vulnerability towards Zugot. Rava would count the beams in his house. When he would drink a cup, he would look at the beam in order to keep tally of how much he was drinking. When he would drink the second cup, he would look at the beam that was next to it. So how would he keep track of how many cups he was drinking? He would just keep on looking his, his eyes on the beam to know two cups, three cups, four cups, in order that he won't eat, drink a even number. Mm. According to this hajbon, this calculation of the beams, Yizahir bezugot. Even though he was home. So you see what? That there is vulnerability to Zugot, even if somebody is sitting at home. And the Gemara gives another question. When Abaye would drink one cup, his nurse, Abaye was an orphan. So it says, it always refers to his nurse. His nurse would come to him with two cups in her hand. When he would drink one cup, right away she would prepare two more cups for him to drink. Why? In order that he should have three cups instead of uh, instead of two. So therefore, you see what? Rabbi wasn't planning on going on the road. This was talking about even when he was at home. So you see there is Zugot uh, even in the home. <clears throat> Comes again and continues. When he would drink two cups, that's right, so his a servant would hold one cup in order to give him another one, in order to have three. When he would drink one cup, the Shemot would hold two cups, because if he was planning on eating... Drinking one more, he would have another one prepared for him, so we'll have three. So what do you see over here from all these stories of the rabbis? They weren't concerned about Zugot, even in the house. Let's just read the Rajbams before we get to the answer. First wide line in the Rajbams. Abaye when he would drink one course, his nurse would hold for him two courses. They would put them together They don't want him to forget Maybe he's going to forget how much he drank So therefore right away the nurse would have two on God To know he has to drink uh, Either stop drinking or you have to drink two more, two more. <coughs> When his mother gave birth to him She passed away Met Abiv and his wife, when he uh, was conceived, his father died. And therefore, Abaye was a uh, yatom. He did not have um, a, um, a parent. So therefore, whenever it says, Amrali M, my mother, the mother is referring to his nurse. Right. When his, mo- when his mother conceived, Met Abiv, his father died. When his mother gave birth to him, Met Okay, comes to Gemara and says, and that's why I say, Abayez Hashetevot, the Pasuk, 
Asher Becha Yiruham Yatom. Now the God is the one that has mercy on the Yatomim. So they called him Abaye because he was indeed a Yatom. Anyway, the Gemara answers Adam Hashuv Shani. Uh, an important man, like these rabbis, even in the house, they can be subject to zugot. Dashbam, Adam hashuv shani temasre shedim nafshayu lazuke. The shedim, they go after them in an extra measure, and therefore they have to be careful. Amar Ula, Ula said, Asara kosot in bahem mishum zugot. Which means, once you get to the number 10 or more, then you don't have to be concerned about Zugot. So it's according to Ula, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, and that's it. After that, you don't have to, from 10 up, you don't have to be concerned. Nashbam, Dekoshekein, Tafeh. Right, well, the more, so more. I mean, 10 is already the cutoff point where you have to be concerned. Comes again when and says, Ula, Leta'ameh. Ula was following his reasoning when he said, Da'amar Ula, and some say was told in the Braita, Asara kosot tiknu hachamim bebeta avel. And Balmenan, in the house of mourning, the rabbis established that the mourners would drink ten cups of wine. How would they drink ten cups? So the, um, the Lajbam references to the Gemara in Ketubot. <coughs> and the Gemara in Ketubot explains that they would have um, three cups uh, with the appetizers, and then they would have three with the meal itself, and then that's six, and then they would have one if the each beracha of the katamazon. <laughs> so therefore, together you had ten cups. Why would they give it to? Because the mourner, uh, in order to calm him down, so the wine would have an effect. But they gave him ten. So what do you see over here? That the number ten does not have an issue of zukot. Otherwise, they would not give it to the. Um, Avelim themselves comes again and says, "Vi sakadatach asra kosot yes bemishum zugot." If you get that, you think ten cups is subject to the din of zugot. Heki kaimi rabbana v'tiknu miltad ateli tisakana. How would the rabbis establish a minhag in the bet aver that can bring them to sakana? Eli, you see what? That from ten and up, there is no din. And Gabriel concludes, "Aval temanya yes bemishum zugot." Alright, but eight. Up to eight is going to be an inyan of Sakanav Zugot. So Kabbalah Gibran says, Those rabbis that said, Shalom letovah mistaref, l'ra'ah lo mistaref. Now, this is referring to the last pasuk in the Birkat Kohanim. The pasuk says, Yisa Hashem panav elecha, Shalom. Now, how many words is that? That's no, that's seven. Isa Hashem Parav Elecha Vyasem Lecha Shalom is seven words. It's telling you. Right. So the Gemara is coming and say over here that the Shalom, which is the seventh word of the Berkat Kohanim, represents the seventh cup. So he's giving you a cloud. The seventh cup when you're drinking, it is not mitzaref. <coughs> But it's mistaref letovah, meaning, let's say a person drinks uh, eight cups, okay? So therefore you have no problem, because the seventh cup, which is called the cup of shalom, because that's the seventh word in the last pasuk, it's not mistaref. So therefore it's considered as if you drank <coughs> seven. And if you drank six, and then you drank, let's say, the seventh, of course, will be Mistaref, the Tovah. And therefore, it's not Zugot. So, therefore, he holds over there that there is no problem in drinking eight. Right? The last Shita came out and said eight is a stool bomb. This opinion says no. Because you always have to, you always get rid of the seventh cup. Look at the Rashbam. Shalom. Tevat Shivi'iti. Dechtiv. Yisa Hashem. The Tovah Mistaref. Im Shisha. If you drink six. Then you drink the seventh. Mitzaref lebatel azugot. Amalol ra'a. Sheim yeste kos shemini acharav and shemini mitzaref al shemini lazik. The eighth is not going to be mitzaref to the seventh to be mazik. V'sevarau kevan shebirchan b'shalom shu tevas shemini entu mazik ba'olam. 
Because since the seventh word is shalom, yeah. so that means the seventh cup is shalom. Shalom is good. It's peace. So for peace cannot come bad. So therefore you have no problem. So it comes to Gibran concludes according to this opinion of Al-Shita, Yesh Bemishum Zugot. Okay, according to this opinion, no. up to six, you're going to have a problem of Zugot. <laughs> comes to Gibran says, Rabab Rabbi Yosef Tamri Tarvayu, Vihuneka Letova Mistaref. Now the second person says, Ya'er, Hashem, Parav, Eleka, Vihuneka. That's the fifth word of the second person, Berkat Kohanim. So they're saying that the fifth cup is only Mistaref Letova, not Mistaref Lera'a. Same concept. If a guy drinks six cups, he has no problem, because the fifth cup is Vihuneka. Vihuneka is you have uh, grace. And therefore you don't count it. Or if you drink uh, four, and then you drink a, a fifth cup, that'll be Letova. The fifth we must have to okay. take you away from four. So the Gemara concludes from that. Aval Arbaha yes permission so God. Okay, this opinion will say, but okay, up six no, but four you'll have a problem of zugot. So comes the Gemara to say, Meaning the first person gibarechecha Hashem v'yishmerecha. So means the third uh, uh, word, which remember the third cup is only mistaref. It says that Torah mistaref le ra'ah lo mistaref. It's mistaref for the good, which means if a person drank uh, 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 um, uh, four cups, right, which is zugot, doesn't matter. The third one doesn't count. Yishmerecha, it's protected, and therefore it's uh, not a problem. If a person drank two cups. The Torah mistaref, which means that he drank the third cup, the third cup is mistaref. Okay. So we have different opinions now, based on this piece uh, pesukim over here. How far does Zugot go? Means according to this opinion, only two is a problem. So comes the Gemara and says, "The Azdarava, the Tame." And Rava is following his reasoning. The Rava Afkinu Rabbanan Barbaa Kosot. Says uh, Rava, when the rabbis would leave him, the students would study Torah. In the old days, it was customary that the rabbi would give the students to drink wine, because they held that the wine opens up the the mind in order to plummet the depth of the Talmud of what they were teaching them. So here, Rava, when he would send the students away, he would send them away and we give them four cups of wine. Uh, you see over here, you have a problem of zugot. So you see what? That obviously he held that four. <coughs> it's not a problem. Now, even though one of the students that was uh, when he left Rabba's house, he did get damaged. But the Gemara says, Rabba wasn't concerned about it. I mean, he wasn't from the four cups of the Zugot. And what was it? The <coughs> Amar, because he said, <coughs> that is Rava said, Because Rababa Liva'e used to embarrass Rava the Shi'ur by challenging him with questions. And that was an embarrassment to the rabbi. He says, so the fact that he got damaged, that's got nothing to do with the four cups and the zugot. There's no zugot. He got damaged for his own uh, issues for challenging the rabbi in the Shi'ur. <coughs> now, uh, Rashbam over here says, <coughs> That Rabban Rabbi Yosef, for example, in our Gemara, they said that there's only zugot, uh, let's say by uh, arba'ah. So they took it down from let's say six, and they took it down to four. So Rashbam says, "Kemosh shayuat dorot zua harzu hayu mikidim bezugot velchimu pohatim." All these are generations that were descending. I mean, gener- as the generations went on, they were being more lenient with the concept of Zugot. You have to say that what? That these concepts of Shedim and Demons and all that, they were weakening as the generations went on. So therefore the rabbis, they went from 10, and then they went to 8, and then to 6, so on and so forth. Let's just read the next Rashbam. Rabba Afkinu Barba'ah. When the students would leave Rabbah, he would give them to drink. Sometimes he would give them specifically four cups. Now, uh, and the Gemara is saying what? You see over there, you see that the number four theme was not a problem. Now there's a question. Because if you remember, we asked above regarding the Arba Kosot of Pesach. How can the rabbis establish four kosot on Pesach? Zugot. So Rava is the one that came and answered, Kos shel beracha is not mistaref l'ra'ah. So therefore you have no problem. So what do you mean? It's mashwa, the fact that he had to answer it. That means four is usually a problem. But since one of them was been kept on, you're okay. 
Here the Gemara's mashma that four wasn't a problem bichlad, and there was no berkat mazon course over here. So the Gemara, the Rashbam is asking a question. Rabbi, make up your mind: is four a problem, or is four not a problem? So he says, "Dafagad the taritz l'ba'le'el koshel beracha." Right, Rava answered above that answer by the Kosot of Pesach, Kosot Beracha, Alma Svira Le, the Arba Yesh Prem Zugot, Ilad Mishum Kosot Beracha, if it was not for the problem of Kosot Beracha, Ikalitir would say, the Nehi, the Arba Le Hazik, Lekalimehash, Lekeshafim, which means you're right. For Kosot, you don't have to worry about Kishuf. Kishuf would be, let's say, uh, sorcery, you know, witchcraft. Which means, again, I'm sorry, I read it wrong. I read it again. Meaning that the fact that the demons are going to damage you, that you don't have to worry about. However, But to be subject to sorcery, meaning if a witch puts a spell on you, and somebody, after they drink, focusot, that guy can be vulnerable. But for demons to damage, no. there is no problem. So therefore, he's coming with a mahashtra to come up. Hilkach, estarik lavan tanut sedahel, hachedeletu rabbanan letikonem miltah, datel lideh sakana, vafilu sakanat keshafim. She's above the Gebarah's asking, what do you mean, the rabbis are making you vulnerable. You're drinking focusot on Pesach. It's going to be, uh, you're going to be subject to Kishafim. Mm-hmm. So the Gemara comes along and says, which means the four, Lazik, have no problem. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about demons, but worry about Kishafim. No, Koshul Beracha is not going to uh, affect you. Oh, so then the question then is, the Rajbam, you left me open here. Because he gave his students four Kosot. So you tell me what, Lazik, demons, no problem. Yeah, but you made them subject to. Kishafim, right. in your answer, Rashbam, there, is still there was problem. a question now on what Rabbah did to his Tamidim. How did he subject them to a weakness towards Kishuf? So the Mephashim answer that obviously in Rabbah's time, since the power of Kishuf weakened, and there were not uh, too many uh, witches, let's say they was concerned about, so therefore he held, giving focus on in his generation is not going to be a problem of Kishuf. That's the way the Mephashim Answer that Ravan was not concerned about Kishuf because it was not prevalent in his time. That's why he did not have a problem. That is the uh, Rashash and the Havot Yair answer. Okay, comes the Gemara and continues. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Amar Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef said, Amar li Yosef Sheda. Yosef the demon told me Ashmadai Malka de Shede Memunehu Akulehu Zuge. Ashmadai is the king of all the demons and he's appointed over all these subjects of Zugot, of all the pairs, these items. Ashmadai is in charge of it. Umalka lo ekrem mazik. Now, a, a king is not necessarily somebody that injures. And therefore, he's not going to cause people harm on account of pears. That's one way of learning that. Since Ashmadai is in charge of the pears, mm-hmm. and he's the king, and the king doesn't usually go around damaging the subjects, and therefore, you don't have to worry about it. Now, the Rashbam says, that's a good idea. The king has to be the enforcer. Mm-hmm. And therefore he said, I've got to worry about Zugot. Oh, but the Rashbam is bothered. What do you mean? If you're telling me you don't have to worry about it, we have a whole Gemara over here that was concerned about it. So he's coming along to say, You want to be extra cautious. You can be extra cautious, but you really don't have to worry about such an item because Ashmadai is really in charge of it. Now there's another way of learning. Some learn the statement of Yosef the demon, the opposite. How? Adraba, on the contrary. Which means the king is usually uh, angry. Uh, and therefore he can do whatever he wants. Right? Anybody stop the king from doing whatever he wants? For example, the Gibraltar says, The king, let's say, wants to travel through somebody's field. 
and there's a wall there. Yeah. The king can just break the fence and travel. Anybody can tell the king uh, that he has to pay for the fence? I think he can just go right through. They say I'm in the domain. So therefore, as, and this according to this interpretation, Ashmadai will go after the people of Zugod. So therefore, there's two interpretations. Is it beneficial that Ashmadai is in charge, or is it detrimental that Ashmadai is in charge? Amara Papa. The papa said, Amar li Yosef Sheda. Yosef the demon once told me, Betre Katlina. The person drinks two cups, we have the ability to kill him. Barbaa lo Katlina. But if he drinks four, we can't kill him. Barbaa maskinan. But somebody who drinks four, we're able to cause him injury. Then he comes along and says, Betre ben beshogeg bememezid. And when you drink two cups, whether you drink it on purpose or it's unintentional, yeah, you weren't paying attention when you were drinking, doesn't matter. The mazikim still have a right to kill. But when you drink it four cups, it's only if you drink it bimezid, but if you drink it bishogeg, they cannot even injure him. Let's read the lashbam. Okay, like we said. Now, let's say a guy drank zugot. He drank two cups unintentionally, but we said he's going to get damaged. Now he wants to go out on the road. And we said if you go out on the road, you're going to be subject to damage. Is there a way to neutralize the zugot? Now, of course, he can drink another cup, but maybe that's not an option. Because he doesn't have another cup. Or maybe, let's say, we're talking about a case where he didn't intend to drink another cup, and therefore you can't mistake after the third cup to the second cup. So he gives a, a certain type of sigula that will get rid of the damage of zugot. And he says, Hold the thumb of his right hand in his left hand, and his thumb on the left hand, in his right hand. And let him say the following. Atun ve'ana ha'tlata. You and I are three. Now, ve'ishami'alin, if he has a voice that comes out and says, Amar, atun ve'ana ha'arba'ah. And say, no, me and you, we're four. Then you have to say, ne'ma'le atun ve'ana ha'amisha. You have to say, no, me and you, you and I are five. Ve'ishami'alin da'amar, atun ve'ana ha'shita. And if he has the voice, say, no, we're six. You have to say, no, you and I are seven. Which means the mazikir are going to try to get you back to a, uh, an even number. So you have to answer them, and they say, no, you're six. And oh, we're not six, we're seven. Now how far do you have to go with this? So the Gebrah says, There was a story once that the guy had to go all the way to 101. Jeez, they kept on answering him back. So therefore the Gebrah says, what happened? And after he got to 101, the shed blew up. He exploded. Which means, he wore him out after he got the 101. Some say because 101 is the Gematia Mikhail. And once already he got the number 101, Mikhail Malach power came in and was able to destroy the shed. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Comes the Rajbam. Zakfa Guddal. That's the thumb. Ishama Afilu Kol Adam or Kol Isha. And he is either the voice of a man's voice or a lady's voice. The Amar Dalid. That he is, he started with three, right? The voice goes to four. Because she don't want to stop on an even number. If the tzad that was caused to the shed, by him keep on, uh, you know, changing the number on him, so therefore he uh, uh, bursted. Comes the Gemara and says, Amar Amemor. Amemor said, Amrali Rishtinhi Dinashim Kashfaniyot. Kashfaniyot, that's the, he says here, the, uh, the madam, the, um, the one that was in charge, let's say, of all the women sorcerers. Somebody that has an encounter with the lady sorcerers. Let her, let her say the following so he will not be under their uh, spell. <clears throat> and this is a Sigulagim. Hari Hamime Bedekula Bazia Lepumaike Neshe de Harshaya. 
Again, Hare Hamime would be hot excrement, Bedekla Bazia, in torn baskets, Lepumaihu to your mouths, Nasheh Harshaya, the woman of sorcery. And then you say, Karah Karhaihi, may your hair be ripped out. Because they used to use their hair also as part of their magic. So may your hair be ripped out to expose your baldness. Parach parachaychi. May your bread crumbs fly away. And he also explained they that, that they used to use that also in Kishuf. Let's read the Rashbam. Rishtini the Nashim Kashfaniyot. Givritan shel Nashim Kashfaniyot. She was the Giveret. She was like the one in charge, the lady in charge. Asholetet alehim. Umlamedetan. <clears throat> and she was the one that would teach them. Amrali Devarze. So he heard it from the, you know, the source. Tere hare hamimim betkulab bezuya. Soa hama besalim kiruim venekubim. Lepumaihu, lepumaihu harshayata. Lefichem nashim kashfaniyot. To your mouths. Karah karhaihu yirason. Maybe the will she miritu otan sa'arot shilachem shatim mikashavim ban. That the hair. That you use for your kishu, may it become ripped out, and you have bald spots. Those crumbs of bread, the wind should blow them away. So someone has said that, no, that this parha was actually a certain keli, because he's basically on a pasuk, that they used to use for kishuf. So he's saying this keli called the parha should uh, be, uh, you know, should blow away. Hamzabarah continues the sigula. Ibdud tablu naichi. May your spices be scattered. Right? Rashbam is on the right column. And he continues, May the wind blow, That's Morika's saffron, Hata's fresh, fresh saffron. That the witches hold in their hands. Um, Again, Rajbam says that they used to hold it in their hands when they were doing the kishuf in order to be successful. So therefore you would say that the saffron should blow away in the wind. And you continue. As long as I had my grace and your grace, this is referring to the grace of God, I did not come between you. Which means I did not have a... Connection with you. Rashbam on the third line. As long as in the Shabbayim they had mercy on me. Mm-hmm. And I was careful about myself also. I'm worried about myself. And therefore, I was not uh, subject to coming close to you. However, however, now, now that I have come in your midst, kar hanani v'hananchi, which means now, obviously, my grace has cooled off. Kar hanani, kar cold, and the grace that I had obviously cooled. Because now what? I'm next to you. So the Rajman says, hashtag atiti legoi kar hanani v'hananchi, hashtag shebatim bene shebati benechem yodei ani shinit kareru alei rachamim. Obviously, the heavens, my mercy has cooled off. And I see that if I have come close to you, I'm not having even mercy on myself for putting myself uh, next to you. Comes the Gemara and continues. In Eretz Israel, they were not careful or concerned about this concept of Zugot. Rav Dimi Minardah was particular when it came to Zugot, Afilu Arushma Dahavita. Even when it came to the markings on a barrel. Rajbam, Kishimukhim Yai, when they would sell wine, Hokekin Pigimot Bahamit Limispara Efot. They would measure. At the Efa level, they put a mark. 
The next ifah, they put another mark. So he was careful when he would mark the barrels, he wouldn't put two markings on the barrel. He would make sure at least there was an odd number. So there was a story once where he put an even number of markings on the barrel. And the barrel bursted. Gemara concludes, This is the bottom line over here. The general called, Anybody that's particular and concerned about the, the demons and the Zugot, they have a uh, ability to harm him. But someone that's not worried about it, not particular, so they're not particular with him. But still, everybody has to be mindful to a certain extent. Now let's read the Rajbam. If a person is very obsessed with this Anyan of the Zugot, so the Zedi, the, the Shedim, will be particular with him to damage him. Ud lo kapit kol The guy's not so particular. Lo kapte ba'adeel aziko. They're not going to be so makpit on him to damage him. Umiyu, the mehash, afidu man de lo kapit. Even some it's not makpit, de lo kapdin and ba'adeel. Di itema de lo kapte ba'adeel klalim. Kim zugot, laman iskiru b'gemara. So what do we have? A whole Gemara uh, giving yeah. us all the rules. Finish the Gemara just says simple rule. Nobody should be concerned about Zugot because if you don't concern yourself about it, it's going to go away. For the fact they didn't say that, that even though you don't have to be Makpid, still they do have a little uh, ability to uh, attack. So therefore, even the guy that's not Makpid, the large majority doesn't have to worry about it, but he still should be <coughs> concerned. Comes the Gemara and continues, When Ravdimi came along and said, came to Babel, Eating two eggs, two walnuts, two cucumbers, and another type of food that is unknown. If you eat them together, he wants to go far as to say it's halachalam shem sinai. Already, that there's going to be an inyan of zugot on these specific items. The rabbis don't know what that uh, unknown item is. Therefore, so the rabbis had to suspect on all foods. Why? Because of the unknown item, and therefore it might be that item. So the rabbis had to be makpid on everything, not only the items that were mentioned over here, because it might be that unknown item. The um, so it's a mahlok, if it's an actual halakham shem yisnai, or it has the severity of a halakham shem yisnai. That's the Rishonim say. Bedavar ha'chay rashbam, adayin yesh peri yehad, there's a certain fruit, shem makpidim bezugotav, that people should be careful when it comes to zugot, halakham shem yisnai, demaske, right, that it has the ability to damage. Comes again when I continues, behad amaran, asra temanya shita arba'ah, that which we said above, that according to different opinions, 10 or 8 or 6 or even 4, you don't have to be worried about zugot, each one according to the opinions. As we learned earlier in the Rashbam, that's only said the demons, that the demons cannot damage you. But when it comes to Kishafim, uh, meaning being uh, vulnerable to sorcery, even more than ten, you have to be concerned. Like the story of the fellow that divorced his wife. She went and she married a shop owner. Retailer. So every day the first husband would go to the shop and drink wine. Every day, his previous wife, she would perform sorcery on him, right. on the first husband. 
but it would have no effect on him because he was careful not to drink zugot. Mishum, davam is daher benavsheh bezugah. Because he used to count the glasses he used to drink in order that he doesn't be subject to the kishuf. Yomachad ishte tuva. One day he overdrank. He didn't know exactly how much. Ad shitzad, until the 16th cup. Havad Sayil, his mind was still clear. So he knew he was holding by 16. He kept track. He can but after that, Lo Havad Sayil, his mind was not clear. And he wasn't careful. And therefore, what happened? He left the shop by drinking an even number of cups. So when he was walking on the road, he met a certain Arab. The Arab had a certain premonition. And he said that this is a dead man that goes here. Jeez, he saw the man already that he was subject to Kishuf. So the guy got sick and he was concerned about what was just told to him. So he went and he embraced the palm tree. He put his hands around the palm tree. Savah dekla, the palm tree immediately shriveled up. And the fellow himself burst. And therefore his wife's kishuf, his previous wife's kishuf, was able to take hold of him. The Tarashbam um, says, <coughs> Because he was worried and concerned, because <coughs> they were getting sick. So then he held on to the palm tree for some support. And then it says, wow. Meaning the dekel, the palm tree dried up because of the kishuf. And then he uh, bursted. Amar Rav Avira. Rav Avira taught. Ke'arot. Ve'chikarot em ishum zugot. Which means... Ka'arot, let's say that would be plates of cooked food or loaves of bread are not subject to the deen of zugot. Rajbam says ka'arot. Im achal shte ka'arot tafshil. If you ate two items, ka'arot of cooked food, you don't have to worry about it. Kralad or bread. Kralad demilta. What's the basic rule over here? Kod shigemarobi de adam. Anything that was completed by human hands. And by Mishum Zugot, like a tafshil or the bread. However, Gamrobi de Shamaim, if it was completed, meaning in the hands of Evim, it's natural. Regarding food species, you have to be concerned. Comes the, comes, comes the Dashbam and says, Haishinan, Dahu Davar Acher de Gazu Bishvilo, Kozugot, all those items we mentioned above, whether it was the eggs or the walnuts or the cucumbers, and all those mm-hmm. things, and the other item as well, those all items that were gamrubi de shamayim. They were natural the way they grow. So there you have to be concerned. So the Mefarshim asked the obvious question. Ah, you were concerned about wine. Wine is not gamar bide shamayim, it's gamra bide adam. So someone has said that since it was edible, in this stage of grapes, so therefore it's not considered, uh, you just changed it a little, but you didn't make it from non-edible, let's say, to edible, as opposed to, let's say, a, a, a kernel of wheat. Right. Well, you couldn't eat it the way it was, and you processed it and made it bread, so that already is a um, difference between uh, the uh, cases. Gemara uh-huh. continues. Hanut and Bahem Mishum Zugot. Literally, a shop is not subject to the dangers associated with zugot. What does this mean, Rashbam? Im shata hanuyot. If a person drank in two different shops, so therefore, two different locations breaks it up. It's not considered like two kosot, that's one interpretation. The main interpretation that Rashbam likes. Hanut hashotebo zugot lo kapte mazikin ale delat kviutai, which means because you're not drinking it in a permanent fashion. That's like drinking it on the go. Vahu ofdad leheir dahu gavrad shotah b'hanut keshafim shani shenaasta lo gerushato. Which means over there we learned the case of a guy that drank wine in or cups in the store. 
right? And when he came out of the store, he became subject to the Keshafim. Uh, you just told me that if you're drinking a Hanut, it doesn't affect you. Because no, that was a combination of the Zugot and the Hanut plus the Keshafim that his wife put on him. But Zugot alone cannot bring a person damage if he's drinking it in a Hanut. There he had two things going against him. He had the Hanut, so even numbers, and his wife's Keshafim. Huh? No, but according to the second interpretation of the Rajbam, that's saying the shop in general, it's not a permanent drinking. So therefore, he's, oh, what about that guy? Well, that guy has a problem with Kishu. Nimlach in Mishum Zugot. If you have to, let's say, one drink, uh, an odd number of drinks. And in his mind, he said, I'm not drinking anymore. Then he decided to drink a, let's say, a fourth cup. There's no connection between the first three he drank and, let's say, the fourth cup. And if we have no problem of Zugot. A guest does not have to worry about zugot Because he doesn't know what they're bringing out So every cup that they bring out to him is considered a new cup Because he didn't anticipate the next cup A lady is also not subject to zugot Because it's not the derech of a lady to drink wine and Let's say for example So therefore every time she drinks a cup That's usually her last cup And then if she drinks a second cup That's considered nemlach but if she's a Hashuva lady, which she's accustomed to drinking wine, so therefore we have to be concerned there would be a problem. Comes the Gemara and continues. Espargus mistaref mistaref If you remember, we learned in Masechet Berachot. Espargus was a type of drink of wine and cabbage or beer and cabbage that they used to drink in the mornings. It was a type of rifu'ah that they used to drink on an empty stomach. So therefore the uh, Gemara is telling you that if you drink espargus, a cup of that with some wine, it can only help you, it can't hurt you. Meaning, if a person, let's say, drank um, uh, four cups and one of them was espargus, so you subtract the espargus, and now you have three. And if you drank, let's say, five cups, and one of them is espargus, it's mistaref tova, and therefore what? You have five cups, you don't have to be concerned. So therefore, espargus can be counted to your benefit, or subtracted to your benefit from the count. Comes Gemaran says, Amar Ravina Derava. Ravina taught in the name of Rava. If one said, let's say, he doesn't know. Zuge, he drank Zugot, but he doesn't know. Did he drink Zugot? Did he not? Is he at the even? Is he at the yard? So he says, in the Safek, when it comes to Zugot, Zuge You have to be stringent and drink another cup. And some say, no, the opposite. Zuge lekuda. That if you're in doubt, if you drink Zugot or not, you got to go lenient. Now, what's the side of the bead, the Humra or the Kula? So let's read the um, Rajbam. First wide line in Rajbam. Zuge le Humra. In enu yodea im shata zugot im lav. He doesn't know what he did. Yeshte. Let him drink another cup. Now, what are the two sides? Vim shata zugot. If let's say he was on an even number. Since he wants this last cup to be mitzarif with the other cups, so now he's back to odd. Which means, if he did not drink zugot, which example, let's say he drank three cups, so by drinking the fourth cup, so therefore he doesn't want that to mitzarif with the other cups, so therefore it's considered like he was nimlach. Which means he drank the three, well consider his mind is, you know, off after the three, and therefore the fourth cup that he drinks after can't hurt him. So therefore he says, you can't get hurt. And some say, no. When it comes to Zugot and you have a Safek, you go you go to the lenient side. Why? He should not drink. Why? Because once already you're showing that you're drinking to solve the dilemma, that shows you particular about Zugot. 
ואם היא קרה, לא בזוגות אבה כאה, ואז תשתה, מסתרפה לו בעדה עדה עדה. Why? Da'afilu hi zugot avakaeh Because even if you drank an even number since you're not makpid Lo kaptin an aleh Right? If the guy drank an even number And he said, you know what? No, I don't know if I drank even or not Piss! Oh, so there's... Uh, what do we say? The demon seed of the guy himself is not particular So therefore we're not going to be particular with him So therefore he says, better to go Nekuna Comes the Gemara and says Amar Rav Yosef Tered Hamra. Let's say a person drank two cups of wine and one cup of beer. So you cannot be mistarif. Now, what are we talking about over here? We're talking about if, let's say, uh, he's drinking it, let's say, in the Sauda. Yeah, let's say, two cups of uh, wine. And then he finished with a cup of beer. So we come along and says, in mistaref, and therefore you're going to have an issue of zugot. However, tred the shechra, you drank two beers, the had the hamra, and one of wine, and the third cup was wine, mistaref, and therefore you'll have no problem. Now, what's the what's the logic over here? So the, exactly, the mefarshim explain why obviously is a more significant or more hashuv drink than beer. So therefore, the cup of wine can be mitzaref with the beer to undo its zugot. However, the beer, which is less significant, cannot undo the zugot of the hashuv wine. So again, two wines and a beer, you have a problem. Two beers and a wine, you're okay. Because the, uh, the wine, which is more hashuv, can be mitzaref. So the Gebra gives you a way to remember this. To remember this, the Gebra is going to give you a deen from the Mishnah in Masechet Kelim. Regarding the laws of uh, different type of materials, garments, let's say, each garment has a different shi'ur in order for it to be susceptible to tum'ah. And the Mishnah of Adelkilim lists different uh, materials, how big they have to be in order to mekabel tum'ah. Then the Mishnah of Adel gives a rule, let's say you mistarif. You mistarif different materials in order to get to a shi'ur. So the Mishnah of Adel gives a klal. So it says, Zea klal. Which means whatever, let's say, has a different material attached to it. If you attached a more stringent material to it, so therefore it combines to give you the shi'ud. For example, let's say you have a material that is at five etzbaot. Okay? And you have another material that's at six. So therefore six is kula. The five is mahmir. The five is smaller. So if you mistaref the five to that garment, an item that's a five, let's say, and you mistaref it to a six, so therefore it can be mistaref. That's an example t- that the um, the wine would be hashuv. It's mistaref to the uh, to the uh, beer. Yeah. Okay, you're taking the more hamur item and you're attaching it to the more mekel item. It's considered a sinuf to get you to the shiur of susceptibility to tuma. However, if it's an item that's exactly less stringent, like the six to five, so therefore it's not going to be mitzdaref. That will be considered to like the beer to the, to the wine, because the beer is less significant. Let's read that in the Nashbam, um, just to get the exact uh, cases there. It's by the laws of Tumah. If not, mapats. Mapats would be like a mat. Hamesh al Hamesh. So the shi'un is five by five. Mahaselet, that would be a bigger, a different type of mat, let's say of reeds. So shisha al shisha. That would be six by six. Bakhi kamar. Imyesh mahaselet hamisha. 
If you have, let's say, a Mahasidah, which does not make a Tumah, because it's only five by five, right. the Tefah, okay, actually we're talking about Tefah, not Itzbaot, it's Tefah, okay? The Tefah, and you take a Tefah of a Mapatz, and the Shi'ud of a Mapatz, we said, is, um, no, Mapatz is Hamesh al Hamesh, which is the Humrah. Right? Because it's right. even at right. Right. Because it's more less. stringent. Like. Since it is more stringent, it will start it, and therefore you have a shoot of six by six, and now it will be Mekabel right. Tumah. Right. What's the item? If you drink two beers, and one wine, Since the wine is more hashuv, it is mistaref to the two beers that he drank previously. Comes the Gemara and says, Amar Rav Nachman, Amar Rav. Tere kama taka, vehad ataka, mitzarfe. They drank two cups before the table, meaning before the meal. Right, he had two cups, and then he drank one cup at the meal. So the Gemara says, mitzarfe. It's three cups, you're okay. No problem, zugot. Had mekame taka, but if you drank one prior to the meal, Utre ataka and two at the meal lo misarfe. We do not misaref, uh, and therefore he has a problem of zugot because he drank two at the meal. Let's read the Rashbam. Amar of Nachman tre mekametaka vehad ataka misarfin vehad metametaka ataka the table. Which means the Ikar is what he did at the table. So since he drank over here two at the table, so therefore he cannot mitzaref what took place before the table. However, if he drank two off the table, and he only drank one on the table, so he didn't have zugot at the table, so we can mitzaref. But once you have zugot at the table, so then already... That's it. He cannot help you for what you did before. So that's again. If you had two before, okay, two before off the table, no problem. You had one on the table, you said you have Zugot on the table, it's going to be Mistare if you can count it, and if you have three. However, if you had one off the table, two on the table, so Taikar drinking is at the table itself, and you had two Zugot, two drinks over there, it cannot be Mistare to the one that you had before. Rule, wine that you drink at the table is more significant than the wine that you drink off the table. So that's the basic uh, principle that's working over here. Comes the Gabbara and says, Matkif la Rav Misharshiyah. So Rav Misharshiyah objected, Atu anan letakunet kakabainan. What do you mean? Are we interested over here in fixing a table? And the person is remedied, which means what do I care about the table? If you drink two on the table and one off the table, you tell me it's a problem. Do I care about the table? I'm trying to fix. I'm trying to fix the guy. Bottom line, the guy drinks three glasses. Yeah, he drank three glasses. So the tables should not make a difference uh, in this uh, in this scenario. It should always be judged by how much the guy himself drank. Comes the Gemara and uh, concludes. It says the words "dekule alma." Now those words, according to the Rashbam, mm-hmm. are deleted. Uh, he takes those words out and he just reads it as "tre ataka." If you have, let's say, two on the table, "vehad lebatar taka lo which means if you let's say had a meal mm-hmm. and you had two cups. Then they took the table away. So remember in the olden days, they used to have small little tables. Mm-hmm. After the meal was done, they would take the table. Then you have one after the table, after the meal. So everybody says, Lo And therefore, you drank zugot. Why are they so sure about this case? Ki ha'i ma'aseh de'rabah ba'nachmani. 
Because of the famous story that took place with Rabah Bar Nachmani. What was that uh, story? So the uh, Gemara in Baba Metzi'ah, in Sukhirat Apu'alim, tells a Ma'aseh that one time um, a certain government official was sent to incarcerate Rabah Bar Nachmani. Rabah was staying in a hotel. So when the royal emissary got to the hotel, uh, where Rabah was staying, he drank two cups at the t- uh, of wine. And then they removed the table. After the guy drank zugot, so it says his face turned backwards. Which means he became deformed as a result of it. The mazikim were able to get him. So how did Rabah remedy this? So he told the innkeeper, bring back the table. And let him drink a third cup. So what do you see from over here? That had he not brought back the table, so then already it's not Mistanif. So the fact that he made him bring back the table, it shows you that what you drink after the table is removed, according to everybody, is not going to be Mistanif. You can just read that in the Rajbam. With the Kula Alma. He made bring the table back. Because if you tell me that one is mistaref after two on the table, let him just drink a, a third cup. Why make him bring back the table? Yeah. It must be that once you take the table away, whatever you drink is not mistaref. So therefore, we made him bring back the table. It should be pointed out. It seems according to the Rashbam, he does have the girsa. Uh, right? He just doesn't, we don't have the parentheses. Amen. Amen. Amen.